Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my guest co-host, Medical Design and Outsourcing Managing Editor, Jim Hamrand. Thank you for being here again, Jim. It's been nice having you as my guest co-host for this week. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Danielle. Good uh, change of pace for me as well. I have a brief message again from my regular co-host, Sean Hooley, who's been on the ground at Avamed's MedTech Conference in Anaheim this week. He has some insights about building innovative business models and disruptive technologies, as well as what big companies are thinking about mergers and acquisitions in the future. Here's a little bit about what he had to say, and you can check out the rest of all his coverage from the Avamed Conference on Mass Device. Hi, folks. Sean Hooley here, reporting from Advamed's The MedTech Conference, day two. Uh, had a great day following a strong day one. A lot of really interesting panels and discussions got to sit in on. Started the day with a great discussion about building innovative business models and disruptive technologies and how do you balance that with people from GE Healthcare, Medtronic, Smith & Nephew, and 3M. Uh, the highlight of the day definitely was a CEO's Unplugged event, which featured Jeff Martha of Medtronic, Rachel Ellingson of Zimmer Biomet, and Deepak Nath of Smith & Nephew. And they discussed their various M&A strategies. Obviously, you know, massive companies, a couple of orthopedic giants, Medtronic, the biggest medtech company around. So plenty of great discussions about how they approach, you know, identifying targets, going about investing, spinoffs, divestitures as well. And, and they spoke about the sort of current climate out there in the medtech M&A market as well. So a really informative, informative session. And there's a story on Mass Device all about that that breaks down a lot of what they said. So I hope you'll read that and the other coverage that's come out of this conference. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the Fast Five. Today, we'll talk about Novo Nordisk's latest acquisition. Ambu appointed a new chief financial officer. The FDA approved Medtronic's next-gen drug delivery system. Medtech Innovator announced its 2023 grand prize winner. And Boston Scientific scored an FDA approval for expanded indications of its spinal cord simulator. A lot of heavy hitters there. I'm definitely excited to hear about the MedTech Innovator winner. Uh, where should we start? So the first thing is Novo Nordisk acquired all shares of drug delivery device maker BioCore. It's been a deal long in the making, so I'm sure the company is excited to close the book on this one. What exactly does this company do? BioCore designs, develops, and manufactures drug delivery systems in medical devices. Its offerings include Malia, a Bluetooth-enabled smart add-on device for pin injectors. That smart sensor attaches directly to insulin pin injectors to make them connected devices, and it automatically collects and records key treatment information and then transmits the information to a dedicated digital application. That data includes selected insulin units, date and time of injection, and it was FDA cleared in December 2022. And it sounds like this deal's been in the works for a while. When uh, did these talks of an acquisition start? So the two companies originally had an existing collaboration for Malia's development and commercialization in 2021. But in June of this year, Novo Nordisk announced the start of negotiations over a controlling stake in BioCore. The company said at the time that buying a controlling stake would be followed by a mandatory simplified tender offer on all remaining outstanding BioCore shares. 
it valued the deal at $37.38 per share for a total equity value of approximately $164.5 million. And what's the uh, messaging from uh, leadership on this? What are the executives saying? Well, they're very optimistic. BioCore CEO Eric Desartene announced the completion of the deal in a post on LinkedIn. In that post, he included a photo of himself holding a sign that read BioCore, a Novo Nordisk company. He also said in that LinkedIn post that this is a huge opportunity for all of our teams since we all together are united by differences powered by innovation. I'm very proud and excited by the story we still have to write together. So it seems that executives are excited about the future of this deal. It's that time of year where these deals get done. So we'll uh, have to keep an eye out for uh, more on the horizon. What do we have up next? Ambu named a new chief financial officer. The company is continuing on its path to increase profitability with this new appointment. And who's in, who's out? Ambu appointed Henrik Schock Bender as chief financial officer, and that will take effect on January 1st, 2024. He will replace Thomas Frederick Schmidt, who intends to step down on December 31st. All right. So what's uh, what's the new CFO's background? What kind of uh, career experience uh, led to this? Yeah, he has more than 20 years of experience working with international companies. He's worked with WS Audiology, Urban Partners, McKinsey & Co., and AP Moeller Maersk. He most recently was a member of the executive management team and chief operating officer at Urban Partners, where he mostly focused on driving and scaling a wide range of functions, including investor relations, finance, IT, and sustainability. And I believe we'll have Ambu's CEO in the upcoming Women in MedTech edition of Medical Design Outsourcing. What did she have to say about this uh, change? She's really optimistic about this appointment and the direction in which the company is headed, which I believe she did talk about in Women in MedTech. So everyone can get a better look at her vision for the future of Ambu. But she said in a statement on this appointment that, quote, in the progression of Ambu's zoom-in strategy, I have, together with the board, decided to bring in a new leadership profile to execute on the next phase of Ambu's transformation and growth journey. I'm convinced that Henrique is the right profile for the CFO role at Ambu, as he brings strategic and operational experience from global companies, as well as the medical device industry. On behalf of myself and the board, I want to thank Thomas for his contributions to Ambu, and I wish him the best for the future. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on Ambu, see how this change uh, shakes things up and gets them uh, to where they want to be. Up next, it looks like we have some uh, FDA approval news. Yeah, the FDA approved a next-gen intrathecal drug delivery system from Medtronic. It's the latest achievement for pain management technology from the company. Help me out. I don't know what that kind of a device is. What, what exactly does it do? So... It's the Synchromed 3, and the medtech giant designed it to treat patients with chronic pain, cancer pain, and severe spasticity. The targeted drug delivery system alleviates symptoms by delivering medication directly to the fluid surrounding the spinal cord. Oh, wow. Okay. So is uh, are there big differences uh, between this device and other Synchromed devices? Kind of. It builds upon the previous Synchromed 2 system. And it features a new refill-only physician workflow. This enables more efficient programming, while improved electronics feature firmware capable of updates post-implant. Additionally, the system has other protections for patient data through enhanced cybersecurity. 
And the way it works is it delivers fluid through a catheter connected to a small battery-powered programmable pump. Patients with the pump can continue accessing diagnostic imaging through some of Medtronic's full-body MRI conditionality. And SynchroMed 3 works with Medtronic's control workflow as well, which helps to eliminate the use of systemic opioids by certain patients. The framework can be tailored to individual patients, and it assists physicians in identifying patients likely to have positive outcomes. Okay, so it's got the green light from FDA. When does this become available for uh, physicians and patients? Medtronic plans to make Synchromed 3 commercially available later this year. I didn't provide a date, but I'm sure it'll be available to patients before you know it. Yeah, we're running <laughs> faster and faster. seems like we're running out of 2023 and 2024 is on the horizon. All right, good deal. Oh, this is the one I was really excited to hear about next, MedTech Innovator. What's uh, What's the headline there? MedTech Innovator announced the 2023 grand prize winner. Uh, the news was caught by Sean over at the MedTech conference, and it seems like something to be really excited about. Tell me who it is. Stroke DX. They won the grand prize, and Stroke DX is a really interesting company, in my opinion. It develops a rapid, portable, and affordable stroke diagnostic device. The company won a live audience vote at Avamed's MedTech conference on October 10th. It beat out four other finalists within the 2023 MedTech Innovator cohort. And the technology there is interesting. The primary objective is to transform stroke diagnostic paradigms. The company aims to deliver faster and more accurate results to healthcare providers to save crucial time in critical situations. It's well known in stroke diagnostics and treatment that every second counts. That's the campaign that so many stroke awareness campaigns have. Every second counts. So this is a really significant milestone for that market. Yeah, it's definitely the 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 name of the game. So who's uh who's running this company? Dr. Shane Sharastani and he runs it with Alexander Balatori and they're obviously really excited about winning this. In fact, Sharastani said in a news release that he and Balatori conceived the idea in medical school, but they were told they were quote crazy and failed to get into the MedTech Innovator program last year. So when they won this, they said Quote, to stand here, it means the world to us. We can finally deliver something that can really help patients. And Balatori, who is the co-founder and CEO, said the impact on Stroke DX from winning the competition will be significant. Quote, being able to raise this much money as a seed stage company will allow us to move faster, collect more clinical data, refine our hardware, and ultimately get to patients faster. We're ecstatic about being chosen as the grand prize winner. Yeah, that kind of recognition will uh, definitely put them on the map. Big milestone for uh, any company going through this accelerator. For, um, you know, there might be some listeners who don't know much about MedTech Innovator. What can you uh, share about it? MedTech Innovator's 11th accelerator cycle saw the organization receive more than 1,200 applications. In total, 200 companies pitched during this road tour, whittling down to 61 participants in the 2023 cohort. But on top of that $350,000 grand prize, Stroke DX also received a one-year Avamed Excel membership. There were other finalists as well, including Fengi 3D, IFPX, Nerava, and Neurotech, who all received a $25,000 prize. MedTech Innovators Competition has awarded more than half a million dollars in cash prizes and in-kind awards so far this year. 
It still has another $325,000 to award in its two remaining competitions this year, which will take place on November 14th and 15th at the MedTech Strategist San Francisco event. We've had a big focus on stroke care across the entire life sciences portfolio here. So we'll definitely have to line them up for an interview, learn a little bit more about how their technology works and where uh, where they want to take it. So Stroke DX, if you're listening, get in touch and uh, let's talk. On to uh, some news looks like from uh, one of the biggest medical device manufacturers in the world. Uh, what's next, Danielle? Boston Scientific won an expanded indication for its spinal cord simulation system. The approval now includes the treatment of painful diabetic peripheral neuropathy, a diabetes complication that affects the lower extremities. Okay, let's start with some basics. Can you explain a little bit about what the spinal cord simulator is and does? Sure. The WaveRider Alpha spinal cord simulator provides a non-opioid alternative. It targets chronic intractable pain in the lower extremities resulting from diabetic peripheral neuropathy, DPN for short. It sends mild electrical pulses to the spinal cord, and the system acts to halt pain signals on their way to the brain. The FDA had previously okayed the Wave Rider in December 2020, and then it later launched in the U.S. in 2021. The original approval catered to the management of chronic pain in the trunk and limbs, which included pains resulting from failed back surgeries, complex regional pain syndromes, and intractable low back pain and leg pain. But with the latest FDA nod, the system scope now includes DPN of the lower extremities for paresthesia-based stimulation. Well, that's great. Hopefully I can bring, uh, bring some much-needed relief to, uh, to patients with, uh, uh, with all those conditions. So are there any notable features of this uh, particular system? Well, Boston Scientific says it has focused on personalizing pain relief in contrast to the, quote, one-size-fits-all treatments. The WaveRider Alpha systems include a set of four MRI conditional implantable pulse generators. The systems are Bluetooth-enabled and either rechargeable or non-rechargeable. They offer fast-acting sub-perception therapy, FAST for short, that provides paresthesia-free pain relief in minutes, according to the company. All right. What are the business leaders saying about this approval expansion? Jim Cassidy, president of neuromodulation at Boston Scientific, said the expanded approval marks an important advancement in diabetes treatment. Quote, this expanded indication is another testament to our commitment to delivering a robust portfolio of interventional pain solutions that provides physicians with more treatment choices to help their patients find relief. Exactly. That's the that's the big goal. Well, very good. Thanks for that. Yeah, thank you. So that was all the news that we had for today. Thank you again, Jim, for coming on and being the guest host. Happy to jump in and uh, pitch hit anytime. And uh, for listeners who want to read more, you can go to the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. What about you, Jim? I'm on LinkedIn at Jim Hammerand. The last name is spelled like the word hammer, A-N-D. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five, wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.